Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Scary, the uh, Olympics are on. Yeah. And so I'm in front of the TV nonstop. My family's in front of the TV. We're eating pizza. We're using Slice. And we're getting pizza three times already since the Olympics started. We love Slice because they are the largest network of independent pizzerias in the country. And it's ideal for the local pizza guy. So why don't you hook them up by ordering through Slice? And we'll hook you up by giving you $5 off your first order when you use the app for the first time. Just use code BROOKLYN. Download it from your phone's app store or go to SliceLife.com. There's two boys in this house, Brooklyn boys in this house, crazy boys in this house, Brooklyn boys in this house. There's two boys in this house, Brooklyn boys in this house, crazy boys in this house, Brooklyn boys in this house. Yeah, I, I still don't know about that one, man. <laughs> Why? It's episode 183, the Brooklyn Boys podcast. I don't know. I feel like it needs more. It's just this repetitive. Re- crazy yeah. boys in this house. I, I, you yeah. know, I wrote a note to myself when I wrote that to do the second part. Oh, there's more? The rap, right? Yeah. And I, I haven't done it. I did like 70%, yeah. and then I forgot about it. So and now, I'll, and now I'll get the song, the real song, WAP, is pretty much over. Yeah, that's also why I just like eh. yeah. I kind of yeah. like that as like a as a as a different way to start the show every once in a while. Yeah, I'll write I'll write some new ones. We've but, gotten uh, requests for people to uh, for us to start the show with the uh, the the uh, Beastie Boys with No Sleep Till Brooklyn. You mean the one we end the show with? The one we end the show. They're like, why do you always end the show with that, but you don't start the show with that? And I'm like, I don't mm-hmm. know, because that's always been the ender. Because it's a slow, big like. Stop. You know, I don't know. Yeah. I guess we could. Yeah. You know why? Because we can't end the show at startup, startup. Right. We can't. We unless, can't I, unless, unless I have, unless I record, finished, finished. <laughs> <laughs> could do that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Peace out, boys. Man, we're, we're delivering a podcast a day early today. Yeah. So this is Tuesday because I have something to do. This is my turn. Yeah, it's your turn. Every week, every week, Scary says, you know, I got, I got something I got to do. I got to do something I got to do. Yeah. So this week I said, you know what? I actually have to do something on a Wednesday. On a Wednesday. Well, so we're doing you this podcast on, on a Tuesday. Tuesday. You know, it's a good thing it wasn't on a Monday. Uh, yesterday, I don't know, I had an extension of the weekend. You know, my, my friends, 
got, How got are you alive. How are you alive from this weekend? <laughs> you saw. Well, forget about the weekend. Mon- I had I had a mon- a fun day Monday. I never have fun day Mondays. I well, never I saw you in a convertible with two uh, two guys driving, yeah. and you were in the back. Two uh, dudes. I wanted to say I didn't want you to say, say but they were definitely dudes. I looked and I went, dude, those but, are dudes. But my friends are sleeveless either sleeveless t-shirts. Yeah. The whole thing. My friends are either retired, they work in like service industry, or they, they have jobs they can't talk about in public. Exactly. Yeah. So, <laughs> so but you're not good in the back seat, Scary. No. You are the worst guy to sit in. The, the term backseat driver is actually you. I think it was created for me. You have always a better way to go, a shortcut, mm-hmm. and at some point in the ride, yeah. you'll say to the driver, I, I can't believe you're going this way. Dude, you, you, should, you, should, you should blank. You should go this way. Dude, how, why, why would you go? No! Then you get belligerent when the person doesn't want to change the road. Yeah. They're like, no, I'm going to take the turnpike. No! No, you can't take the yeah, turnpike! Right. Well, we were going on, up a, to- on a Monday from 2 to 6? No! <laughs> yeah! And then you get so upset well, like it's the end of the world. These guys wanted to go on the parkway, and no, I wanted to go- you no. can't go on the parkway! I was like, dude- Not in July! The Palisades- three degrees! Gotta go to the Palisades Parkway. But my friend, you know, he does what I used to do. He's got a convertible BMW, and yeah, he insisted he insisted on putting the top down when it's 87 degrees out. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? I mean, the, the convertible time to put the top down, the window is somewhere between 65 to like 80 degrees. Once you go over 80, right. and by the way, I had no sunblock on. And you go, right. it's just, it's just uncomfortable. It hit 94 at one point yesterday. I know. And, and he's, but he's like, you know what? I got a new car. It's a new convertible. I got to show off. And I'm thinking like, where have I heard that before? <laughs> so yeah. here I was, the schmuck in the back seat. But, but yeah, watching your life in front I, of you. Yeah. So the, my friend decides to have a pig roast and pool party on a Monday. On when, a Monday. When, when, when it's service, it's service industry day. It's when strippers and clippers usually Visit the, you know, we talked about this on the podcast earlier, right? On another one episode. We, could have been. Could have. Yeah, we did. We talked and about. And by te- clippers, you mean haircut places. Yes. Right? Yeah. And, and, and in the summer, add teachers to the mix. So teachers, strippers, and, and hair clippers, clippers, are the whoever has off on Monday. And these dudes who are retired and have jobs you can't talk about or whatever right. it is, they're, they're in business for themselves, you know. So yeah. I'm the yeah. only idiot that had work. That morning at four in the morning, and then had work the next morning. So, and you partied all weekend. What were you doing? What was so important on Monday? You had to go out. It was, you know what it was? There was a fucking pool for me to swim in, Brody. Oh. All I heard was the word pool. I didn't care about the pig roast, I didn't care about cigars. They had a hand rolled cigar guy there. They had, you know, it was, this was a men. This was like 30. What, what place is this? It's uh, my friend's house. He decided oh, to have a pig roast, house. Okay. a pig roast and pool party on a Monday at his house, and you know, love the guy because he had a, he has a huge, spacious, you know, backyard. Yeah, and, he had, and he had a pig roast. I need a pig roast, right? They they did the pig. They had the whole thing. I have actually took footage, which I didn't post on social media. Yeah, you're asking. I, it was gonna, about. yeah. Yeah, the pig, you know, they had the pig with the curled ear, and it was like, you know, it was all like whatever. And the then they curled was, ear. You know, the ear gets all crispy and curly when you when you cook the pig. They cook a whole pig. Yeah, no, I understand. And then the pulled pork, though, so good. I gotta the, say though, can't yeah. you, you, you sit? You, you watch the pig, the pig with the head on and the claws coming out. They actually put it at the edge of the pan, and then they put the the actual pulled pork 
and the rest of the pan. Would you eat that? Oh, yeah. So it looks like the the uh, pig swallowed a grenade. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, you know what? No, I would say normally I would not, but uh, you and I went to a a wedding mm-hmm. where that happened. Yep. And I went to a luau in Hawaii where that happened. Yep. And so I've done it. But listen, it's like the fish head. Right. And then the fish, like, don't serve me the fish head. And don't serve me the shrimp head. Oh, no. The shrimp head's the worst. I think the shrimp head tops the pig head. Because the pig head, you're like, oh, that looks like um, a cartoon or something. <laughs> the, the shrimp head doesn't? With the beady, no, the little shrimp beady head eye? looks like, it, like an alien, and it's awful, and it looks like yeah. a bug. Right. No. I'll look at a pig head. Now, if if here's what I wouldn't want to see. If the pig head was uncooked, right? And by the way, I want to stop here for a second. I apologize to everyone who's squeamish or vegetarian or like animal rights and everything. I you know, I'm I'm uh, I understand. So I'm what I'm saying is moving forward a little bit, if the pig head was uncooked, I could not eat the rest of the like barbecue. Right. Like if it's all cooked, it doesn't yeah. look real. Right, it looks kind of glazed, right. and it, it looks like there's like, oh, that's like a sugar coated. It's like a it's like a fondant pig head. Yeah, it's I like, could it's do like fake porky. I could do without it altogether. Yeah. I mean, I don't need to see it. Well, there's no purpose. It's just decorative at that point, and I don't need to make the association. Oh, this meat came from this head. I don't right. want to make just take remove it all together. The same thing we had this conversation about the fish head as well. Right, don't right. need to see it. Show it to me, filleted and butterflied, all ready to go. Right. That's what I like. I, well, how about this? This is where it gets worse for me. So uh, I, I don't want to keep talking about them by name, but there's a there's an afternoon show in New York I listen to, mm-hmm. right? Sports guys. Yep, I, I've mentioned them. Um, and what they're doing is one of the guys has a friend who raises cattle. Okay, mm-hmm. and he's invited them. He's t- that they can buy an entire cow, like, but prepared for meal, right? Like, you know, like you buy a lobster, like you buy a two pound lobster and they yep. give you two pounds of meat or whatever it is. Yeah. Obviously, it's not two pounds of meat, but you don't see the lobster like, oh, you, a whole lobster, but they take care of it for you. Yeah. So, so, uh, uh, the one guy who's got the friend says, yeah. And then they're going to have, um, they're going to have, uh, a, a draft lottery, like, um, not a draft lottery, um, a draft. Mm-hmm. So, like, one guy's going to go, I want two fillets. The other guy's going to go, I want, uh, give me the, the flank and the fillet, and I'll take the T-bone. Like, they're going to they're gonna alternate what parts they want, right? I can almost handle that. So far, so good for you? So far, I'm in. Like, if you and I were, like, bidding on, like, oh, I'll take three. Of the, I'll trade you two, two rib sections for whatever. Okay, right? Okay. <laughs> so, he springs it on him this week. Like, you know, when you go to the lobster tank and you pick out the lobster? Yeah. He, so he, the guy who has the friend says to the other guy, we're going to go pick out the cow that we want. Oh, no. Right. Right. That's oh, where he lost no. me. They can't do that. Can't, right? Even though you know by going to pick up a whole cow, something's going to happen, you can't pick it out. No. Right. But wait a second. But why can we pick our own lobster, but we can't pick our own cow? Well, that's what I'm saying, right? So you pick out. I don't see. I don't pick out a lobster. Oh, I, I do. won't do it. No. I'll just order. I'll look at the menu. I'll go. I'll go. You know, one point two five pounds, 
twin tails on sale. Okay, great. I'll take that. So you never want to see it from beginning no. to end. No. If I if I'm if I see a lobster tank in the lobby, I'm not ordering lobster. There used to be a place called Larison's Turkey Farm in Chester, oh, New Jersey. Oh my god, I, that was the best place ever. <laughs> Ever. They had real turkeys there. Yeah, I know. But back in the day, and 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 then in later years, they would just have them there just for a show so kids yeah, could well, see and so play with them. they sold it, and then they reopened it differently. Right. But originally- Originally. So so Larison's <laughs> Turkey Farm, which to me was my, it was my, that was where I went for my birthday for years. Mm-hmm. And it was, so it was family style. Do you remember what it was family style? Oh, that it's was a, a it, yeah. Yeah. It was I, old, I do not. I don't. Okay. It was an old farmhouse- and family style meaning that you sat at very, very long picnic tables, like 30, 40 foot long picnic tables. Oh, wow. And you just ate with other people. Oh, right? no, I don't remember the communal thing. It was right. That, so like, remember Lundy's in Brooklyn? Yes. It was the same way back in the day. So you would sit and so they would bring you turkey that was unbelievably fresh because mm-hmm. they had a turkey farm. They had a turkey and farm, so, wink, wink. And they would bring <laughs> out, Skiri, they would bring out bowls of stuffing. Like giant, like for five, six people. Yeah. And and like you would you would share it with the other people at the table, like just massive bowls of food. Yeah. And it was all you could eat. So you would wheel people out of there. What I didn't know, and my parents didn't tell me until I was old enough, was yep. that some people, not my parents, some people would go out back yep. and pick out their turkeys. Pick, pick your turkey. Oh yeah. no. Now see here's the thing though. You 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 had to pick out your turkey because it takes a long time to cook. So people would, would would sometimes in advance pick out the turkey. I we didn't do that because we would just go there. We didn't live in New Jersey at the time, so it's crazy to think. So I you can't, you, I can't you do wouldn't that. pick up. See, the lobster is where I draw the line. I could pick oh, out the lobster. Line? Okay, that's my line. But I can, would never pick out my turkey. Wouldn't certainly would put a, pick out a cow. Like but, how do you do that? Go that one looks fat. <laughs> like, <laughs> like if you're getting one tur- if you're getting one cow, right? Let's say it's a flat rate. Let's say it's like a thousand dollars for the cow. Uh, whatever the price is, I'm making it up. You, you're going to look for the biggest cow, right? You know there's some cow going, shit, I should exercise this week. God damn it. Damn straight. Uh, right? <laughs> you're not going to get the scrawny one who looks like he's been he's like doing sit-ups. <laughs> so, this, so the cow. How now, fat how cow? Now? <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> right. These cows, so, yeah. these cows will. Right, so so you don't want you, you don't want to be a, a a fat turkey or a fat cow, and the lobster. Well, you know, same thing, right? You don't want the biggest lobster in the tank. No, I look. I told you the story. Well, the I told lobster you doesn't the want to be the biggest lobster in the where tank. Where I brought the pot home and didn't realize they were alive in the pot. Yes, I tell you know the, it was a pre-made dinner. I'm like, no. Yeah. Well, they and start the rotting way, the second that you kill them. So if, I, it, if I, it was dead on arrival, then it would have been probably. Well, you could freeze it. Or yeah, something, the meat or, goes bad quick though when it's fresh. Yeah, you know what? No, I keep thinking that the the lobster was eating my potatoes. Yeah, you know, like there were potatoes and clams in mm-hmm, there, and mm-hmm. how do I know the potato that he wasn't nibbling up my potatoes? <laughs> and I don't know what he eats, doesn't eat. I don't care. Don't tweet me. I don't like. Oh, you know, I don't eat potatoes. I like to think they were nibbling up my potatoes. So look, I know there's people that shoot what you know they 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 hunt. I get that. You, that's something in you that you're able to do that. I'm not judging. I'm saying for me and Scary, we could not pick out our cow. Can't. I know. I know some people pick out the deer they want. No, I can't do that either. I I barely eat deer as it is, let alone someone picking out deer. You know, but I I certainly don't want my food looking at me. Yeah, it ruined it ruined a little bit of the uh, the the pig roast and pool party. But you didn't see the pig alive. 
No, no, they no, didn't no. Throw the pig in the no, roast. No, but like, it no. was still, it was still there, and it was like its carcass was like attached. It was like right yeah, there. It's like, it, hey, it, hey, look, this is. Blah. I'm not even gonna go. I'm, we're gross. And I'm your sure. people eat the fish heads. They eat the eyes. They eat everything. The yeah. Sins. Well, well. Um, some people were like, they were like, you know, save me the the head because I want the. So they want the cheek meat. Cheek meat comes yeah, in. Sorry, the there's so much damn meat in a friggin' pig. Some people you have like to go that. for the cheek meat. What you tastes what? different like about that. the cheek my, meat? My aunt used to want the turkey butt. She used to like that part in the back that you don't eat. She that was our favorite. Because I guess it's fat and soft or whatever. And but it's, what if it know, just took a dump and then they killed it and then that's well, the end of it? And then, the, you're not eating the, the intestines and stuff. It was just the cheeks, like the, uh, the butt cheeks. Uh, 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 uh. So, All right. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, I was invited to that pool. That's why I went on a Monday. All right. Did I, uh, did I, speaking of like what you eat, did I ever tell the Bulls Balls joke? No. On this podcast? Say it again. Uh, okay. So, this guy goes to Mexico. And he's going out for dinner with a, with a uh, with a friend, and he, he the friend says we're going to go to this place. They have, they, they have a specialty. You got to try it. All right. So they go to the restaurant, and he says, uh, "Just order the special." He says, right. "He says, give me the special for me and my friend." And um, he gets uh, this plate with two large round objects covered in, <laughs> in in gravy, and he says he says to the waiter, "What is this?" And the waiter says, "It's bull's balls." <laughs> and, and he says, what? He says, trust me, they're delicious. You'll love them. They're bull's balls. So he says, all right. So he eats the bull's balls, loves them. They go back every day that week while they're in Mexico to that same restaurant, and they get bull's balls. So the last day before they fly home, he says to his friend, we got to go back. we got to the bull's balls. we got to go back. This is great. What a delicacy. It's fantastic. So they go to the restaurant. He says, bring me the special. And on the plate is two little balls in gravy. And he says, excuse me, uh, sir, uh, what happened uh, to the bull's balls? And uh, he, the waiter looks at him and goes, senor, sometimes the bull wins. <laughs> <Ba -dum -bum. laughs> Wait, I, I should have had the, uh, the, the, the rim shot ready for you. You should have. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why it was my fit, one of my favorite uh, jokes as a kid. I've been telling that joke since I'm a kid. It's great. great. That yeah. is actually a great joke. We yeah. should tell that on the air. No. You should give, give that to Uncle Johnny. No. And then let Uncle Johnny tell it on, I, I, on the well, Elvis Duran show. I do, do enough jokes for him. No, he, he has a style. That's not his style. <laughs> not his style. No, Elvis likes when he's quick, short. Like, what do you call a blank blank when a blank blank? A blank blank. That's what he likes. Yeah, no. Uncle Johnny loses it in the middle of a joke if you give him a long joke. He'll go, ah, he, ah, he went to the, um, he's, in, he's in Mexico, and he says, ah, ah, give me the, and he, uh, the, the, sometimes the bull, bull's balls wins, and then, uh, yeah, you know, something ah, will be lost in translation. You know, and then he says, ah, it's got gravy on it. And, you know, and, ah, you know, and did, you can't. Yeah. Did you have a nice weekend, by the way? What? Did you have a good weekend? Uh, what I do this weekend? Oh. Um, I know you got into some customer service fights. I had a, I had a lot of issues. I had, so, uh, I yes. So I had a, a major problem with Fridays on Friday. And I had a big problem with uh, HP, your Hewlett Packard, today. Uh, I I want to talk about both of them, and then I also want to talk about. Oh, speaking of speaking of of, of and I'll get to both of those. I, uh, I, at least one of them. But as, as speaking of testicles, because we were talking about testicles, I wanted to talk to you about a pizza experience I had. Um, uh, it was a couple of weeks ago, but I didn't get to tell you about it. And and so uh, the reason that I'm calling it uh, testicles is that I want to refer to the pizza place as testicle pizza. 
Okay, can I can I do that? Y- yeah. Well, oh, so that sounds you know gross. I told you how every town has a Facebook page, and yeah. and you can put in the Facebook page for your town. Hey, I need a plumber, and then everyone will recommend like who the good plumbers are, and then sometimes they'll say someone will go, Hey, I'm looking for a good Indian restaurant, and people will put in you know a good Indian restaurant, and so um, I look sometimes for pizza recommendations. Right. Mm. And so there's one place for the, I'd say for I'd say about three years now, they opened up about five years ago, but, and I've never been there. It's in a, it's in a strip mall. About three years ago, I start seeing that one out of three recommendations is for this place. I'm going to refer to it as testicle pizza because I don't want to say the real name. Okay. Okay. And they say, Oh my God, it's fantastic. Oh, it's the best pizza. Oh my God! It's perfect. It's, it reminds me of when I was growing. I remind. Oh, it's New York pizza. Yeah, so okay. So a couple of years ago, yeah, you know, maybe three years ago, I went in. I'm like, oh, this pizza. Now, it ha- by the way, it's not testicle pizza, but it's a terrible name for a pizza place. It's one of those like Stacy's Pizza. Yeah. Oh no! Come on, Stacy's. Stacy's works. No, it doesn't. Stacy's not Italian. <laughs> this place has a name like it belongs in a subway station, like in the in the, like a train station, right? Where it has like pizza like buried. It's not, it's not train related. It's just it's just not a good pizza place name. Anyway, so I walk in, and you know how some places have pr- the pizzas already made, and it's in the glass case. The worst, right? But sometimes it's there, and it looks relatively fresh, like they rotate them. Yeah, and this then sometimes place, they sometimes they just throw extra sauce over it every right. hour or two, or right. We've put talked extra about that. Cheese like if, on it. If, if you order it, they will throw extra cheese on top. Right, just or, to or like, like you, mask how old it is. Right, right. They'll take like the old right. Like if you order, let's say you want sausage or pepperoni, they'll find an old pepperoni slice and throw some sausage on it and throw it in the oven. Yeah. And you're like, why is the pepperoni burnt but the sausage isn't? Right. Because that's that's pizza. So I go in three years ago. And all the pizza in the case is is just, it's so old, it's curled. Ugh. It looks like it was from the day before. It looks like it was in the freezer, in a non-freezer bag, and it gets that white on it. Like, it was just terrible. So I walk out, and I tell my family, oh, I went to testicle pizza, and uh, it just doesn't look right. And my wife says, but everybody speaks so highly of it. Nope, not doing it. About a year and a half ago. We're at, a, we're at a house with some other couples, and somebody says, oh, you got to try testicle pizza. Not, what? Yeah, you got to try, oh, it's, oh, we have it all the time, me and the wife. Obviously, oh. they haven't been around. Right. So it's somebody who, like, eh, they should know pizza. They weren't, like, a Oh, so you were person. giving them credit. You actually no, entrusted I, them in their opinions. Ah, so I went back in. <laughs> I went back in a year and a half ago, and, I, and again, the spizza, look, it looks like spizza, and I'm like, I'm not doing it. No, I walked back out. So finally, somebody says to me, they've redone the menu, and I don't think it's new owners, which it wasn't, but they've got some new, they've got a Brooklyn slice, which is basically L&B's upside down pizza, right? You got to try the Brooklyn slice now. It's delicious. And they got this other thing, and it's like all kinds of specialty pizzas. Which I think they always had, but this person was like, "You got to try." They got the, the the lasagna pizza. They all these new pizzas. Hmm. They said, "You know what? F it. I'm going in. No matter how bad it looks, I'm going in. I'm not going to look at the pizza in the case. I'm going to order fresh pie, uh, and and that's it. I'm gonna, and, a, and a sandwich. Okay. What? Scary. Yeah. I should have trusted myself. 
I get it home. <laughs> the large pie is maybe a medium. Uh, it, it looked like it looked like you you know like when your car breaks down and you walk seven miles to a gas station. Yeah, and you're in a you're in a state that is they're not known for anything. Yeah, no, no names, no names. The great state of I'm not mentioning. And you're like, oh, there's a gas station, and there's like Tom's Pizza, and you walk in, you're like, uh, oh my god, I haven't eaten in six years, and you have a slice of Tom's Pizza. That's what testicle pizza was. Uh, I should have trusted myself. So, so here's my my advice to everyone. I may have given this before. Trust your instincts when it comes to pizza. Don't go to a place with a bad name, and don't go to a place that people who aren't experts about pizza recommend. So, everyone in my town, you don't know shit about pizza if you still eat this pizza because it's terrible. Terrible. I can't, this is what bothers me so much. People think that they're experts on something when they shouldn't be giving their opinions. So if somebody asks me where the best, I don't know, sword, swordfish, like caviar, uh, yeah. I'm going to say caviar. Yeah, caviar is a great example. Right. Is I'm not going to offer my opinion if I've only had caviar one place. Or, right. or I don't eat caviar often enough to be an aficionado uh, or, or you know to be trusted on the subject. It just, and, and the people in your town sounds to me, Brody, like they don't get out of your town. I feel like they're, they're just swimming in the same, maybe they've only had the same three or four places and that's the best of the four places. Yeah, but that it's not, it isn't even the it's best not even one the best. within a mile. So like, then what is this phenomenon that everybody's I telling don't you? Know. And you know what? I, in, in case anyone listening to this can figure out where I'm talking about, and I don't know how you would, I will say this, the people that work at Testicle Pizza could not have been nicer. Could not have been nicer. There was a mistake in the order. The guy gave me a free pizza. Right. He's like, hey, hey, you know what? That's our fault. Here, give him an extra pie. I so, so here's the the kicker. I got the extra pie, and I'm thinking to myself, you now know what? there's two pizzas you don't want. Well, I didn't realize that. So when I'm going home, I'm like, oh, I'll tell the wife. I'm like, hey, we got a free pizza. These guys are so nice. They, they, there was a slight yeah. mix up in the order. I ordered a, I ordered a large. They had a medium. So the guy gave me a medium and a large. He's like, take it, enjoy. Yeah. Couldn't have been nicer. Got home, I'm like, what are we gonna do with all this pizza now? It's terrible. You're eating two it's piles terrible. of shit instead of no. one. <laughs> Scary for the first time, and I think in my life. Stop it! No, you're gonna say no. You threw it away. No, I threw. I threw a pizza. Did not throw you away. I did. You know you why? Didn't. You didn't. Because it was. It was. It was. At, by the time we got dinner, it was like nine o'clock, ah. and there was nothing to do with it. And and we we like my kids took some of one, and I took some of the other, uh, and so it wasn't like we had, we shared the one. You know. Listen, we've given food away. There's like, you can do like uh, pick up food uh, if you have extra food and people in town will say, oh, drop it off at my house or I'll come pick it up. We've done that. We have extra food. Yeah. But the, the, this pizza was so bad and we'd already picked it, both of them, figuring one would be better than the other. Because sometimes the large looks better than the medium. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and yeah. The, it wasn't. No. So trust your, trust your instincts. Trust your trust- gut. Trust your, your gut. gut was the one that will be angry at you. Yeah, and and you got to try. And and by the way, trust our gut when we tell you that you should order from Slice and right. give them a try because you know we just came off of this conversation. But the truth of the matter is, we we thought that Slice was going to be great. We tried Slice, and now we're not regretting it. In fact, I earned my free pie because I got eight pizza points. I, I got my eight. You, every time you order from Slice, boom. Next thing you know, you get a pizza point. And now I have eight. I got my, that's the eight pieces of the pie. Got my free pie. I unlocked a free pizza. But the best part of it, Brody, of as you know, is 
it, they deal with the, the local pizzeria. We've been That's stressing right. this. The good ones. The good ones, not the pizzas of the world. Not right. the test. Not the testicle pizzas of the world. No. Uh, I, listen, I already got my free pizza. I haven't claimed it yet, but I've earned it. I'm already working on my second pizza because it, it that using using slice opens up a world of experimentation of trying new places yeah. that pop up anywhere I am. I'll put in the, the address of where I am and it'll show me the best pizza places wherever I am yeah. that I can try new places. I love I, the pizza I map. Love. I love the pizza map. You just open right. And then, and there's a little, little slice. There's a little slice of pie in all these areas of the neighborhood. And, and then you start clicking on them. You could see their ratings. You could see what people said about them. There's and a place in it, not, not in my town, but in a, where I was recently, it's an Indian pizza fusion place, mm-hmm. and they have chicken tikka masala pizza. I am trying that, and I never would have known about it if it wasn't for Slice. Absolutely. And, of course, all these, all the little guys, they can't afford their own app, right? They can't compete as well. So guess what? Slice hooks them up by not charging them high fees to be a part a, of the Slice network. They get a great app, and you know what? While you're watching the Olympics, right? Go ahead and order some pizza using Slice. Have it delivered. Don't even leave the house. The Olympics is on seven channels or something. You don't want to leave. You don't want to get up. So just sit there like a lump, like like me and the family, and get your Slice delivered using the app. Just go, open the app. Uh, Sausage on half, pepperoni on half, mushrooms if you want, whatever. Uh, It's great. Slice is great. Tag it up with your Olympics. And uh, you know what? Present a pizza to a loved one as if it was a medal. And if it's your first time using Slice, congratulations. You're going to get $5 off instantly when you use our code BROOKLYN. Make sure you use code BROOKLYN. And, of course, you could tell your friends, your family. You could do it on different phones, open up different accounts. and just. But make sure you use the word BROOKLYN and you get your $5 off right there. And don't put the pizza around their neck like they do in the Olympics. I was just joking. Just present them the pizza. Don't do the neck thing. It's the Brooklyn Boys Podcast. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today 
and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Okay, so you you said to me that you met somebody famous or or special this weekend— as did I. I met somebody famous as well, uh, but you you're being very secretive about it. Well, I I, I'm going to about uh, one of them is, is somebody I observed. I, I observed a famous person, and then the okay. other that we made plans to hang out, and we did. No. We actually hung out. Yeah. Okay. So I may I met a famous person that I may have told you I was going somewhere, and I put it on Instagram. Yeah. But I didn't put up my picture yet with that person, and I feel like I may have I may have blown it. So, I, but I want to know wh- who you hung out with first, right? If that's okay. Well, first, first I, I don't the, uh, the Saturday, the Saturday afternoon um, at, in the pool. I was actually yes, Brody, a pool. That's right. I was in a pool three days in a row. No, oh, me too. Yeah, I bet. I'm still uh, waiting for that invite. Still waiting for that invite. By the way, I, by, by the way, way I've now given you several. Sunday. I've been giving you several audio cues. Yeah. You, and clues that maybe you could lead oh, into you inviting me into your pool. You've never mentioned it before. Never. By the way, I did the Sunday double. I thought about you on Sunday. I had a dilemma when I woke up Sunday morning. What was that? I didn't know if I wanted to do the go in the hot tub and then the pool, which makes the pool feel colder on a hot day, or if I wanted to go uh, in, into the pool and then get in the hot tub. Yeah, that so way. So that way. Know, that way. I did the hot tub right. into the pool. Great. You know, I could experience that, too, if you would just give me that invite to your pool. Well, a guy who sounds like you on the radio, I don't know if you listen to the Elvis Duran Morning Show, went on the air today and said, eh, I like Brody, but I can only take so much of him. That's right. So, right. So why would I want to overload you with Brodiness by having you come to my house? It's too much. You won't enjoy yourself. Too much Brody. I'm doing you a favor, but not inviting you over. Yeah, you do. You are doing me a favor. Okay, great. Yeah. You do that. I'm going to go and hang out in pools with celebrities like I did on the weekend. <laughs> so here's so I'm here's the host of the Brooklyn Boys podcast. You, I'm, I'm celebrity. Here's, here's <laughs> so we're, I'm, I'm in the I'm in I'm in the pool and yeah. and uh, my girlfriend's on the lounge chair and I'm like and she's like hey she goes look over there I'm like what and there's there's a guy playing with his kid in the pool. And I'm in the pool, but but I'm like whoa, at whoa, least whoa. 15. You're in the pool with a kid. I'm in the pool, and he's in the pool, 15 feet away, with his. He's playing with his kid. How old's the kid? I don't know, but diapers, uh, swimmies. Yeah, a little older than that. Whatever. So, right. oh, pee. So, no. <laughs> so she goes, "That's Jason Biggs." And no. I'm like, I'm like what? And then she goes, "One time at band camp." Yeah. American Pie. Yeah, he, the, the one who stuck his dick in an, an apple pie. 
Yeah, yeah yes, yeah. American Pie. In, yes. in American Pie, right. So did you send it to him? Because I bet he's no, never heard that no, before. no. Robin wanted to send over a slice of apple pie, though. <laughs> so, so I was like, no, you can't, can't do him. that. You can't do that. <laughs> you can't do that. The guys, the guys, done very little since then. And leave him alone. You don't want to be known for that forever. No. So he's so. Listen, Jason Biggs, local yeah. local celebrity. By the way, have you, have you have you have you have uh, you had sex with a pie? Never. Really? Never. Never. Never did. Okay. Uh, so have you? No. So we're hanging. I told you about my boss and the cantaloupe, though, right? Yes, you did. We talked okay. about this on this. We talked about that on this podcast. Did it make you curious at all? No. No. Okay. No. 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 Okay. Not trying. You had to take care. You had to take business into your own mouth. I mean, right. hands. Yeah. I mean, Hi-oh. You know, okay. Yeah. So I'm in the pool, and at first I didn't believe it, but then I saw the nose, and I'm like, wait a second. And the side profile, and we looked it nose. up. We looked it up. Yeah, we looked it up, and sure enough, it was definitely him. And I later found out that he was celebrating his parents' 50th anniversary. Oh, nice. uh, at the same hotel that we were. So he was in the pool, and I was, I could say I was swimming with Jason Biggs, right? Because I was in the pool. Yeah, with him. You, you went, you were out in the, you were in the pool with Jason I never, Biggs. I never approached him, but we were in the pool right. together at the same no, that time. That counts. That counts. It counts. It's all about wording. Right. So I was in the pool with him. Yeah, me and him yeah. were in the pool. So we, we, uh, we hung out. Uh, I, was at a, I was at a pool party with Jason Biggs. I can't Biggs. say I hung out with him. You know, you hung out. And, uh, uh, Jason and Biggs was there. Jason Biggs. Yeah, it was a pool party with Jason Biggs. <laughs> Do so that. Was, he had the family, he had the family there. Yeah, well, anyway, I didn't want to go up to him. I didn't want to say hi. He probably, he actually does know who we are. You so and is me. the kid, the kid is Little Biggs? Little Biggs. Little Biggs. Little Biggs. Maybe. You see how, uh, yeah, so so he was there. Uh, he is from Hasbro Heights, New Jersey. He grew up listening to our show. I know that for a fact. So I could have said, yeah, hey, he listening to the podcast. Is he listening to the podcast right now? Doubtful. Why? Somebody should tell him. So we're talking should. about him on our I mean, podcast. I mean, we're not the Hasbrook Heights boys. No, but, but we, we would definitely love to talk to him for a couple of minutes. It'd be great. Well, more importantly, he would enjoy the podcast. You think he would enjoy it? I think he would. A guy who, so. listen, listen, you know my motto. Any guy who, who, who bangs an apple pie would love our podcast. Right. Right? <laughs> that is something else, man. Let I think, there's some, I think right. there's some pie bangers listening. Slices, you yeah. know who you are. It's yeah. okay. So he's not the one that I actually hung out with. So you ever get a, you ever do a blueberry pie? Get a blue job? Oh god, a blue job. Blue job. The pie blew you. It's a blueberry pie. Little boy blue. He needed the money. All yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, All right. So that's one celebrity. Who else? No, I I actually um I got drinks with uh, Sammy Sweetheart. Remember her from the Jersey Shore? Wah wah. What do you mean wah wah? Yeah, that's a celebrity, I guess. She's great. Sure. Yeah, no, she's no she. She's nice. We we had everybody up on the whole cast. No, up. she's awesome. No, she's. I mean, she hasn't been part of the show in several years. She she was right. not part of the reboot. Right. But, she's uh, the one that she's she's the uh, the Osborne child that didn't want to come on the show. No, Remember, she, there was one Osborne that she, didn't want to be on the Os, on the. Yeah, uh, she was actually the smart one that said, "You know what? <laughs> I have bigger and better things to do with my life." Well, uh, she didn't do all. She didn't get arrested, go to jail, like some of them. Right. No. No. She's sued. she's sweet girl from the Jersey no, Shore. I, I, I happen to like yeah. her. I thought she yeah. was like. I hate to say she's the smart one, but I think she was the smart one. She absolutely I think, was. I think she was. She she still is. Yeah. Um, so we went to DJ's happy hour. Because Are you she hanging saw, out with her again? She saw, well, she saw me. No. Well, no. Um, well, last week. Because you're defending her like you want to hang out with her again. No, no, no. Last week, I was defending her because if, if you were going to say something disparaging against her. No, I, I liked her. Yeah. She's great. Good. Yeah. I'm glad we're on the same page. And no, she like hung out with us when we did our events in um, in Miami at the Fountain Blue. We She came to, the, uh, to that. Was she, I there? You were there, absolutely. Was that the Enrique one? I think so. Yeah. No. I, no listen, the whole cast of this Jersey Shore, right? All nice people. So, 
you so so we were actually there the night that I was posting up from DJs in Belmar in the happy hour. She was there that night. I will say this: it was crowded. <laughs> you told me you told me off the podcast, oh. dude. What are you doing? Scary. That was the night we were there, but it was a lot of us. We were all. It was like a bunch of us in a corner. Like there was no out. corner. There was no corner there. It, okay, if you, it looked like, um, like a like a beehive. You know when there's like a thousand bees swarming on each other looking for the right. queen. That's what it looked like. It was it was people in each other's shirts. That's how close they were, jumping up and down with drinks. Looked like fun. I, I'm not ready for that. But it looked like fun. Okay. But it looked it looked, it was it looked fun. crazy. It looked crazy. Yeah. Now I didn't I didn't post up. I didn't post her up. I didn't say, hey, it's me. Because you know me. I'm like, yeah. hey, let's do it. Let's have a little uh, little little action here. It's, uh, it's, I'm surprised uh, little, there was little, no social over the media. shoulder Jason Big Shot. I, I that was the other thing I was gonna say. If and you then notice, you would have tagged it, look at my big shot. No, nor did <laughs> I did not mention I did not mention her. I did not mention Jason Biggs. I didn't mention anybody. That's weird for you. And on social media. Because That's I respect, you, yeah. I, I guess I'm becoming You're mature. You're growing up? I'm, I'm mature. Well, becoming I don't know about, Come on, let's not, come on now. Come on. So, yeah, mature. so, so yeah, so you asked me about DJ's happy hour, and I'm like, <laughs> it's a damn good time. It looked, it looked like mayhem. Like, in a, in a good way, if you're into that, it looked crazy fun. Right. Yeah. But you're not. Uh, I would I love to be. take you out of your comfort zone and bring you to, you should have saw, seen Jenkinson's on Saturday night. Oh, Jay, oh 4,000 people there. Listen, I listen. I, let me tell you something. Twenty twenty four, I may be ready to party. I, I may be ready to go. Next Olympics come around, I'm like, scare. Let's go. Let's go clubbing. Let's go out. Are people listening to this podcast uh, also afraid are of people? I because I I can't imagine. Oh, no, I'm not afraid of people. No, you I'm know, I just I'm it's wondering. Just certain people, where, I don't want to be around. I'm certain ones. I'm wondering where people are at this at this phase because it seems to me like the entire shore of New Jersey and all the bars and clubs oh. and restaurants are just just bustling. Absolutely. And God, listen, good for the business, good 2019 for the people. style. That's fantastic. And I, I have no problem. And I'm right there in the thick of it. I'm diving in head first. I was trying to come up with a catchy slogan for this weekend for to compare me and you. I was like, you're Jersey Shore. And I'm like, sure, I'm staying home. And you're Jersey Boar. I'm Jersey Shore. I'm staying home. <laughs> you're Jersey B-O-R-E. No, but... I, I, boar? Jersey Boar? That's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> Not no, boar I, like you know pig. What? Yeah. Uh, yeah, because then I would have my head laying and, and the rest of my body be eaten up. <laughs> what? Listen, you were clubbing and, and poolside, and I was poolside. And you were hot fine. tubbing. I was hot tubbing. I was tub thumping. Yeah, I know, I, I, we both listened. I don't we both know. You did, just, I don't know. I, we, we both did what made us happy. This That's is true. All. This is true. That's all. No judgments. No judgment. Oh, so can I tell you my celebrity story? Yeah. Because I, I messed up. You know we meet a lot of celebrities. We're very fortunate to get to meet a lot of celebrities. And when you, when, I, when we meet celebrities, you know we're casual, super cash. Right? Hey, Kanye, how's it going, man? You know, yep. uh, there's a couple of people that come in where I get a little like uh, I'm excited to see them. Like I'll be honest with you, when Taylor Swift comes up, I get a little starstruck. Even though like we, because I was telling my daughter that the first time Taylor Swift came up to our radio station, she was 18, and if you remember, she had just graduated high school, and she won a Grammy. Or one of the awards, one of the music awards. And on the stage for her acceptance speech, this is, uh, I want to say, 2008, before she became known for shocked that she won Taylor Swift. Yeah. 
She went on stage. She goes, I can't believe this. I, I just graduated high school, right? We played a clip of it on the morning show the next day. Well, like two days later, she was up at the radio station. Not on our morning show. She had come up to do an afternoon interview. She still hadn't become a big star yet. And I saw her and I said, oh, hey, Taylor. And she looked like, oh, my God, somebody recognized me. I said, hey, my name is David Brody. I work on the morning show. just want to say... Uh, I thought your speech was tremendous. You just graduated high school. Congratulations. Good luck with, a, you know, your career. Such, you know, so it was so emotional watching you. And she was like, oh, my God. And she ran over and hugged me, right? And so I've met Taylor Swift, I don't know, seven, eight, ten times. But there's something about her when she comes up. She's so friggin' talented she and is. beautiful yeah. and everything that I get a little like, oh, my God, it's Taylor Swift. Okay. But normally, you know, I'm casual. You've seen me meet, like, the Mets after a World Series game. I've seen, but, yes. You, right, I, usually you, you keep your cool. But there's a few people, there's a few types of professions where when I meet them, I get like a fanboy. And I tell myself I'm not going to do it. So uh, Wednesday night last week, uh, I went to see Seth Meyers perform at Caroline's Comedy Club. Caroline's on Broadway. The greatest comedy club. Greatest. I only got to perform there once. Legendary. Okay, So legendary. Seth Meyers gets to play there. No, so, I was going to so, say something else, actually. Oh, so, okay. You know what? <laughs> I was going to so, allude to something that could be coming into the future. So legendary. So legendary. There's a chance. chance. A chance. So you're that, saying there's a chance. I'm saying there's a chance the Brooklyn, the Brooklyn Boys, Boys podcast yes. may, may be part of a major event coming up later in the year, which will take place at our podcast right. at Caroline's on But Broadway. don't hold us to it because it's only a July right now. And the, Oh, the agents are talking to the managers. There are people trying the to make this happen. There's people with cigars in their mouth going, listen, say, yes. Yes. my boys, you're going to come now. Yeah, say, yes, I you say, you're not going to yeah. sign anything until they get I didn't want to, I, I wanted to say it, tease it, but okay, yeah. we did. We okay. Let, okay. Okay. But anyway, Caroline's Comedy Club, it's where all the biggest names go forever. Okay. So uh, when you go to a comedy club, Seth Meyers is the headliner, 7 o'clock show. Mm. For me, perfect on a Tuesday, on a Wednesday, rather. The nachos, I had two orders of nachos. Not going to lie to you. I ordered two orders of nachos. Love the nachos there. So the opening act is a guy named Jeff Wright. Jeff Wright is, uh, uh, I'm going to describe, he's a very good-looking black comedian so that you know it's the right Jeff Wright in case you're on, on Twitter. He's on Seth Meyers as a writer. But he does um, short films, like sketches, right. where no one else on the show does it. The other writers don't necessarily do pre-recorded film sketches, like the video shorts on SNL. And the videos he does, Jeff Wright, he does where he plays every character. So it's like he's talking to himself in the scene. He's brilliant. Go look it up online, Late Night with Seth, Seth Meyers, Jeff Wright. And a, a lot of times in his, in his lingo, his slang, he, he'll say to the other version of himself, you write. Right? Like, you're right. Like Gandhi does on her show. Like, she says, you're right. You're right. Like, like you're right. Like, you, you know, you made a good point there. Anyway, he's the opening act. I didn't know this. Okay? Now, you know we know people at Caroline's. And my, my boy Greg uh, is there that night. And he says, hey, I'm going to see if I can get you to meet uh, Seth Myers in the green room after the show. Oh, that'd be fantastic. That'd be, that'd be wonderful. Okay? Great. So my, my buddy Jeff and I go, and not Jeff Wright, my friend Jeff, and they announce Jeff Wright's the opening act. He's the warm-up for Seth Meyers. He works for Seth Meyers. Yep. And he was fantastic. I'm so excited because now I'm thinking, oh, my God, if, if he's going to be backstage, I get to meet Jeff Wright also. Now, again, I, I, you know, I write comedy for a living. It's not on that level. Jeff Wright is brilliant. Brilliant. He should be on SNL. He's brilliant. Okay? 
He does a great set. Seth Myers comes out, does like an hour. He's fantastic. And I don't normally laugh. But I just watch comics. I usually nod. I go, oh, that's good. That's funny. That's good right there. Seth was tremendous. Now, I watch Seth Myers every night. I watch him from 1230 to 1245, roughly. Yep. I like to see his monologue and his, uh, his, uh, his rant. He does a, a rant usually, usually, like three nights a week of, of the four shows. So even though I got to get up early in the morning, I stay up late almost every night to watch him. Occasionally I'll fall asleep and I'll watch it the next morning after we do our show. But I love him. Love him. That's my style. It's my sarcasm. That's my energy. Love him. Okay? After the show, I get the wave. Come on. Let's go. We've got time to meet him. Because they told me, we don't know. You right. know, he, he, he right. filmed but his show. But you got the word as soon as, as, soon as he gives yeah, you the, I got come the, on, I got let's the go. Finger, let's now. go. Let's go. Time. So they hustle you in the back. Right, and so you go, you go in the back. There's an entrance to the kitchen, and there's a green room. So I go in the green room, and Seth's there, and and says, "Hey, how's it going? Good. What's your name?" So, so now I'm I'm looking at him like like we're two feet or we're two inches apart, face to face. Right. And I go, oh, "My name's David Brody. I'm the writer for Elvis Duran in the Morning Show." He didn't need to know that. He didn't ask. He didn't. He was like, "Oh, what's your name?" Right. Right. So I tell him as if that's going to mean something to him. I guess. I don't know. Because right. like Jimmy Fallon, who's on before him, he, he's he been on our show. He knows yeah, he me. he knows. Right. We there's follow been, each there's other a history on, there. Yeah. Right. I've written thank you notes for, for Jimmy when he came on his show. Elvis has been on his show a couple times. I, I Seth doesn't. I don't think Seth knows Elvis during the morning show. But I was like, oh, I'm a comedy writer. I'm a big fan. Well, oh, yeah, great. Enjoy the show. Now he's making small talk with me. He's, he's doing a really nice job. And he says, did you enjoy the show? Oh, my God, that joke. Right, well, you did the thing with the thing, and oh, brilliant! And then my, my friend Jeff says the joke you did uh, about the the two Jews. Oh my God! Now Seth Meyers' wife is Jewish; he can make the joke. And 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 Jeff and I are both Jewish. Loved it. Loved the jokes. Whatever. And then I'm like, listen, Seth, I step every night and watch you. Thank you for what you do. And at this point, I'm I'm creeping up on you. It's too much. And I'm I'm like the exuberance, and I'm like fanboying him. I'm Chris Farleying him. Oh no. Like, is this going south? So then, so then to the left of me, uh, I see Jeff Wright and another guy. Okay, so I go, so I go, hey man, how's it going? He goes, good. I go, you right? Now his name is Jeff Wright, so he thinks I'm calling. He goes, yep, that's me. I'm Jeff Wright. Not realizing I just did his bit. I yeah. was trying to like, like if someone came up to us and was like Spagels, Spagels, right? And I was like, where? Where the? Where the? Like, right, so, right. So he didn't get it, right? Uh huh. He didn't get the joke, and then. Um, and then the guy next to him is Michael Shoemaker. Yeah, Michael Shoemaker. Name sounds familiar. Michael Shoemaker is one of Seth's head writers. I think he is the head writer, right? He used to be the head writer of Saturday Night Live. He's been the head writer on a bunch of comedy shows, movies, TV shows. He's he was so high up at SNL. He may, he was like one of the people that would go to like auditioning new members. Michael Shoemaker is a legend. So I was like, hey, Michael, can I get a picture? No, I, you don't want a picture of me. I'm just the writer. I go, are you kidding? I'm a comedy writer. You're Yes, let's get a picture. So Michael Shoemaker was very cool. So I go back to talking to Seth, and, and I'm like, so then, so Seth Seth did a bit in his, in his segment about how his sister-in-law sings this kid's song that she thinks she wrote. So in the bit, he says he go, he went on YouTube and found 10,000 people singing that song. So he go, he's like, goes to listen, you didn't write that song. You may have heard it as a kid, but you didn't write that song. There's 10,000 people singing that song. You didn't write that song. And her response to Seth was, according to the joke, oh my God, these people ripped me off. So 
The way he tells it is very funny. So we're backstage with Seth. And so my friend Jeff says to him, my God, that joke with the two Jews, brilliant. So Seth says, you know what? It's so brilliant. I can't believe nobody told that joke before. So me being quick-witted, I go, you know what you should do? Go on YouTube and see if there's 10,000 people telling the same joke. Right. And he looked at me like he didn't get the reference. Oh, not he didn't get, clicking. It didn't, right. Like, I thought he's going to go, Landing like lead balloons, I left and right go, here. I <laughs> the first thing you write moment, and right. now this. I thought he, right. I thought he'd look at me and go, Brody, that's, that's very clever. That's funny. You just took my old bit, and that's a callback. Callback to right to what and, I just and did. Instead, instead, scary. You and I have done this. Every celebrity will do this at some point when you meet them, right? When you talk to them, they're going to say something that for a second you think is them giving you what you want and being polite, and they're also wrapping it up. So you know when a comic gets the red light, yes, and that means wrap that it means up. wrap up your bit. And you know when you're in a bar and they blink the lights, yes. Scary, have my music ready. So. Uh, and they blink the lights for last call, mm-hmm. right? So I say to Seth, you should go on YouTube and see if there's 10,000 people who've already done the joke before. <laughs> and he looks at me and he goes, uh, uh, hey, uh, you want to grab a picture? Poor you want to grab a picture is like, <laughs> hey, before you leave, yep. let's get that picture. Yeah. Now, I'm not faulting Seth. I recognized it as someone who has occasionally been someone who people want to get my picture. So like I've looked at I'm yeah. I'm like a level one celebrity. But you also take social cues well. Yes. And yes. it's like he's given the wrap up sign. Right. right. You so picked like, oh, up fuck. on it. This is my this moment is- to like impress <laughs> Seth Myers, and he just gave me that you want to get a picture. So I was like, absolutely. And I acted like I didn't realize what he did. Because he's he wasn't being rude, but he just did a long show. He already taped his late night talk show. He's tired. He didn't come there to have a, a, a casting call with Brody, the comedy writer. So I, I go stand next to him, and he puts his arm around me and my friend Jeff. He's in the middle. So our arms are around Seth Myers. His arms are around us in a really nice picture. So Jeff Wright says, I'll take the picture for you, and takes my Android camera. Jeff Wright is an iPhone user. So Jeff Wright, <laughs> Jeff Wright is taking multiple pictures, and they're all blurry. And Seth is like, "Sorry, you're gonna like, get double double music." Seth, Seth is holding the smile, like, "Oh my god, go get the picture, get the picture, get the picture." <laughs> and Jeff's like, "What do I hit?" And I'm like, "The white button." So then, like, I'm like, "I can't leave Seth because his arm is around me, so I can't go to help Jeff." So then Jeff's like holding the picture down by his boobs. I'm like, "Can you hold it a little bit higher?" So he's like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, uh. and then Seth, so then Seth says, it's all about the angles, Jeff. Gotta hold it, gotta hold it up a little higher. So then he's like, so he took like, he goes, you know what? They're coming out dark. Let me put the flash on. How do you put the flash oh, on? No, I'm not doing it. I'm not saying it. But Seth's like, oh, yeah, you want to get a good shot? Yep. So then he figures out the flash. He takes a couple pictures with the flash. He says, here, look, make sure they come out okay. I said, yeah, I don't know if I'll ever get to meet you again, Seth. Let me just, the pictures were great. So I said, Seth, it was a pleasure <laughs> meeting you. No problem. I said, Jeff, can we grab a quick picture? He says, sure, man, no problem. So um, I haven't taken my picture with Michael Shoemaker yet. So uh, so then, so Shoemaker says, hey, I'll take the picture for you. I know how to use the phone. Okay, great. I'm not going to ask Seth to take the picture. That's a, that's above. You can't ask the, the really famous guy. Can, no, can you get a picture? don't do it. Right. So that's Michael, like asking Elvis to hold the camera to take a right. picture of us. Right, right. Can you take a picture of me with the Brooklyn boys? <laughs> no. Elvis would throw the camera down and step on it. 
I don't think he would do that. No, I'm joking. But no. that's what that's the equivalent right. of, so, of so, the ask. So Shoemaker, as the writer, and I know as a writer, you always step in for the talent, right? Like I would take the pictures. Elvis wouldn't have to. It's not that he wouldn't. So Shoemaker goes, hey, I'll get the picture of you and Jeff, right? So Ugh, um, What a mess. So I'm on Jeff's left side. Scary, you know I got to be on the right side. You know that's my side. That's your side. I don't like the left side. Nope. When I turn my head, I don't like the angle. I know. So he takes the picture. He goes, here you go. And I look at the picture and it's awful. It's awful. It's every angle wrong. It's uh, He held it too low. It's just bad. I look bad. Uh, I don't look good. So I said, hey, um, I hate to ask. I, I'm a, I really like you guys. Can I switch sides with you? And it's Because I have a, this is my bad side. And Jeff looked at me like, yeah, man, sure. No problem. You're right. And Shoemaker looked at Seth Meyers like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Yeah. Like, and I felt like, oh my God, I'm that guy. You no, are that guy. No, no, no. You are that guy. They may write a bit about you and they may oh my perform God. it. <laughs> oh my God. They're going to act out a sketch. Like, yeah. Like, can I get, I, I can see Jeff Wright doing a bit where he takes a picture of himself and he goes, that's not my good side. Can we switch? Like, <laughs> Like, I never would have done that to Seth because when we went into the... I told Jeff, I'm standing on the right. Fuck you. But with Jeff, Jeff was in the hallway. Jeff Wright, the comedian. But he was very nice. He switched sides at me. But when Shoemaker looked over at Seth like, oh, no. You absolutely... I've, and I felt like saying, no, guys, you listen, fanboyed. you understand. You fanboy. I've been in the business for twenty, uh, thir almost 30 years. I'm a comedy guy. I've done stand-up and sketch. I get it. I, I That was a mistake on my part. Erase, erase. Delete that. Don't hold that against me, right? So uh, I got the picture. I took a picture of Shoemaker. He was great. Uh, couldn't have been nicer. And uh, anyway, I said goodnight to Seth. Thanked him for everything. We went, we went home. The first thing I did when I got outside, like when I got home, I tweeted all of them. So nice meeting you. Thanks for your patience. It was great. I really it was I'm, I'm, you were very funny. Right. Thank you. Any responses? Michael, Michael Shoemaker wrote me back. It was great meeting you as well. I I could have left it there. I could have left it there. I wrote back, "Hey, really thank you for getting back to me. Hopefully we get to work together someday." I feel like I shouldn't have done that. But he didn't write back he after didn't write that. Back after that. But I didn't hear anything from Jeff Wright, who I'm still a fan of, and I I didn't expect to hear from Seth because he has like a million followers. It's fine. <laughs> But I blew it, right? Like I fanboyed. I think Seth. you did. I think you, yeah. I think you did. And, and you know what? You know what? I think funny? you got. It's like you you got the girl, and then you, know, you try to show I'm off. Like, I'm gonna I And then you're like, but I'm gonna, but I'm you're like, you're, you know, you're too pump chumped. You know what I realized? <laughs> you know, you, you, went, you know what the funny part is, is that Seth Meyers replaced Jimmy Fallon on Late Night with Jimmy Fallon, and Jimmy Fallon replaced. Uh, Conan O'Brien on Late Night with Conan O'Brien. Conan O'Brien replaced David Letterman on Late Night with David Letterman. Yes. Right? Yeah. Okay. When I was 17 years old, I used to watch David Letterman every night. Every night on Late Night with David Letterman. Every night for years, I didn't miss an episode. I would VCR it back in the day. Whoa, what's that? And, yeah. <laughs> and so I arranged my college schedule to go in late so I could stay up late to watch late night with David Letterman. And when I got to meet David Letterman uh, at Rockefeller Center, I waited for him to come down the elevator after the taping. Uh, I fanboyed and I said, in retrospect, almost the exact same things to Letterman that I said to Seth Meyers and vice versa. 
I said, oh my God, I stay up late. I watch you every night. I'm a big fan. I don't miss an episode. I arranged my life around watching your show. And I I realized I have grown not a bit when it comes to late night talk show comics I like. There's something to be said, though, that that is very endearing. You know, I'm listening to this and I'm and I'm saying, you know, Brody, he's very you as a stand up comic. It's like full circle. You get to meet your idol. This is where this is the way I was with Weird Al Yankovic. We've talked about this before. This is but this is the comparison that I can give. And it's that it's very it's cute. It's very, aw, I can't, you know, because you're meeting your idols and then you're getting all like. Right. Now, wait a minute. Have you met Weird Al? I met Weird Al with you. And Bold Freak Oh, right, right. We eventually got to meet. Right. The first time you spoke to him on the phone. The the time that I really fucked up was the time on the phone. phone. But this is the analogy that I'm making. 100%. Well, luckily for me, by the time you, Ronnie, and I interviewed uh, Weird Al where you lost it and babbled on. Oh, it was terrible. I I was awful. I had already met him a couple of times. Like I had backstage passes. Right, so you got it out of your system. Right. To me, it was like, oh, I've spoken to you before. And I, because I, I, when I met him, I got to speak to him. It was a very, very right. casual. But with these three guys, these are like oh. three dudes in a row that you have highly, you know, it you was hold a guy high that regard. I think is an up and coming superstar. Yeah, a friggin' legend of comedy writing. Yeah, for right. SNL. Yeah, and Fallon. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. You're, you're, you're doing it now, by the way. You're gushing. Oh God, you're gushing. Yeah. You're gushing. But you know what? He's very unassuming. Just a casual guy. He's like, hey, I'm Michael. You know, hey, I'm Michael. And I, said, yeah. I was like, oh, Michael. And, and you know, it's funny. Uh, when, they definitely, when Seth, talk, they definitely when, talked about you, by the way. Oh, after they did. You, oh, after oh, you walked did. away, they're like, this oh, fucking oh, guy yeah, is a weirdo. Can you believe that fucking guy? This can fucking you weirdo And that's the f- I feel like if I ever meet him again, I'm not going to mention we met. Like, I'm not going to be like, Oh, they're going to remember you. No, no, I won't. In fact, I'll, I'm, I'll, I'm sure they're alerting security and printing out pictures of you right now. If you see this guy, don't let him in. But you know what? People, listen, people fanboy, fangirl us. And I, and I love it. I I because I get it. I we're not famous, but if you meet someone you really are excited to meet, I I get it. I just every time I think I'm immune to it, I'm not immune to it. Yeah. Well. So it happens to the best of us. It does. And- it's the Brooklyn Boys Podcast. Hey, girlfriends! It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of the Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. You want to play some sound? And then yeah. I got... Well, I, first, I, I have can... a warning for everybody before we go any further. Um, this is just disgusting. This happened recently with Instagram. And oh, this is... I, I want I'm you to... Fuming about I want this. people to follow along, okay? Because this is disgusting. Instagram recently pulled a fast one on all of us. There's like snakes in the grass here. They decided what is right and, and wrong for you to watch and see as far as videos and pictures they've all they've said you know what there's some pictures and video that may upset you or you may find upset this is called censorship at its finest uh, well here's why because I, I the it. default the default setting is to limit it it's it's to limit it they didn't give you the option when they in, when they they threw this in the app an alert never came up that said hey there's this new feature here what do you want to do Instead, they made the default, and I will read it verbatim, and then I'm going to show you all how to correct it real quick. They're going to limit the amount of photos and videos that you might find upsetting, and that is the default setting. And yet I still saw your pictures from the weekend. Hi-oh. So what you need to do to correct that is go to your profile page on your Instagram, the three horizontal lines, click on that. Okay, Brody, you should do this with me right now. And then click on... I have to because I don't update my app. Uh, then click on settings. Yep. And then click on account. And then there's a line that says sensitive content control. Click on that. The default is limit some of the photos and videos that could be upsetting or offensive. You now click the so allow. You have to opt back in. They opt you out. They you opt you opt out. Back right. You have to now craziness. click allow. So allow well, means you may see more photos and videos that could be upsetting or offensive, and I'm okay with that, as most people should. Because you know otherwise, what, I, I would imagine though there's young people or religious people or squirmish people who maybe don't want to see ho- horrible things. I don't think well, it's like the other thing blocking is blocking the boobs. No, they, don't block the boobs. It's what Instagram deems don't block the boobs, baby, upsetting right? or offensive. So if you don't want to see other points of view. If you don't want to see... Well, if, I, other, if there's a, p- a political post I disagree with and they want to block that, I'm fine with that. 
then, then you're just ignorant. You don't want to no, see, hear no, the whole no, story. No, no, no. no but that's no, what's no, problem. That's not, you know, somebody. Listen, I'm the guy who reported the gross porn, but I, I want the option to report the gross porn. So look, I think they should have had a message pop up. Yes, absolutely. They should have said. But it was devious hey, for them to, in the background, assume you want to see less. But you got a message, right? The me- now the, was the message. Did the message have a link that said "click here" to change it? Did they no, make it's it a, easy? It's a, no, yeah, they made it. There's, there's three bubbles. The bubble one is allow. Okay. Bubble two is the default, which would mean limit. And then there's a third bubble, which you can choose limit even more, which obviously you would choose for your kids. You have to go into the back oh, no, part. Oh, no, kids see worse than I do. Well, I'm saying you have to go into the back side of the app. You have to go whoa, in four screens. Oh, that sounds, you know what I'm saying? that doesn't sound right. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you know, you have to go literally go in like four or five screens. You, you got to buy the app dinner first before you try that. Hi, oh, four or five screens you have to go in right. before you can, four or five clicks to get to the to the section that wow. I just mentioned. You really want to see the. Uh, well, I just want, you, I, I want all points of view expressed. I want to see everything. You want to see, see the big head. You want to see the pig head at the roast? Yeah. Okay. I want to see the pig head. See, they may block that out. Uh, It's probably more like violence and... uh, Cursing. And gore, maybe, and like maybe fights. You know, like like a brawl. Boobs. Uh, Boobs. By the the way, I got to talk about a brawl in a second. Remind me, pizza brawl. If you haven't seen the pizza brawl. Have you seen the pizza brawl? I did not. Oh, you're going to love the pizza brawl. We're going to have to... We'll have to send out the link to the pizza brawl. Um, so you know what? I agree. They should, but they gave you the option. I feel like they gave you the option. Yeah, but they didn't tell you it even existed. They they applied this filter in the background as a default, and that's the devious part. I don't. You agree know what with. I would like them to do? I would like them to have the app that's the, the 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 option where it says view it with a notification. In other words, I want to see with like a red frame around it what I would have missed out on. Okay. Well, right. Like, like if, if something comes up and then you go, oh, red frame. So if I had opted out, I wouldn't have seen that. Oh, I'm not opting out. Or, ooh, I would have not wanted to see that. So I would like to know what, like, what, who's the sensor? Who's the guy? Normally, I don't like people making decisions for me. I'm with you. I, I would like to not have them decide what I want opted out. I like the option of hitting the button that says, what happened don't to see our freedums, anymore. right? We, we, That's not a freedom well, thing. Well, freedom is being taken away from That's, us. I first think. of all, it's not freedom. It's an app. It's a private company. You're not, you're still allowed to go out and curse the government. That's not a, everybody. You're confusing first amendment with an app. It's like, it's like certain people in the news. If you're barred from Facebook, that's not your first amendment, right? It's a private company that can do whatever they want. If Instagram wants I know, to but do that, the thing is, but why are they t- why are they showing why are they telling me what I should watch and what I shouldn't on their right, app? Yeah, That's what I, I have a problem with. I think what they're doing is they're saying, "Hey, do you want us to protect you or not?" Now, I don't want them to protect me. That's right. fine. I don't like that it's an opt in. I would rather them saying, "Hey, listen, we're not blocking your shit." Right. But if you'd like us to block yes. your shit, we're gonna block. My guess, to be honest with you, my guess is a lot of people complained. Uh, maybe there's a couple of lawsuits about horrific things. There's got to be some. It's always about money. There's got to be some monetary reason. Maybe the advertisers uh, are, like didn't want know. their ads next to like horrific shit. Well, I'm not, I'm not. Okay, we we'll, no, we'll, won't go any out. further on it. Opt but, out, don't opt whatever. in. Now I'm with you. Anyway, I'm that was you. just a public service for everybody. If you want to no, see all of Instagram, you have to opt yourself back in because they fucking opted out as a default. Anyway. Uh, right. I'm going to play some sound, and then we, I want to tell you can. what happened to me we Fridays. Can. By the way, the, the Barney the Bull is still nowhere to be found. Why we never you told- bring up Barney the Bull when we're talking about the cow? But sh- I should have. It all would have oh worked God. together. Barney so the tell Bull. tell the Barney the Bull story, because as of the taping of this podcast, 
they we still, got a problem. We have big problems in little little river city. So <laughs> there's this 1,500 this pound music man. <laughs> we, have, we have big trouble in little little city, little river, right? No, no. Anyway, there was a 1,500-pound bull, okay, that escaped from this Long Island farm last week. Uh, It's been missing now for like a week and a half. It's been on the loose, and there's been local sightings of this bull, like, charging down streets. Then one day, by the way, this is Manorville, Long Island, out in Suffolk County. They finally— That's like two hours from Manhattan. Yeah. They finally— Captured or they finally trapped it, they thought, so they thought, in a cave or whatever. It was supposed to be part of a religious ceremony where they were going to slaughter it and eat it. But, and the right? cat, this, this bull knew that it was going out to, to pasture. That is done. It's done, finished. So the bull had this sixth sense and it said, fuck it. And it, it, it literally busted out of the farm and it was charging through the streets. Anyway, several sightings later, several days later, they, they, they finally find, they, they, they think that they've cornered it in a cave or some area that they couldn't get into. So they, they took a cow that was in heat, a female cow, yeah, to, well, there's, to, right, lure, to lure the bull out from where it was. Okay, so, see, now, hold on a second. You're, you're, you're pissing a lot of people off who know the difference. A bull, if you listen to the joke I told earlier, is a male Yes. Cows, cows are, not are slaughtered f- for food usually. Boy, they give milk. But ca- the, a female cow is a cow. Is a cow. Redundant. Right. Correct. No, a no. male is a bull. All, wait, all cows are female? No. Well, no, not necessarily. A bull is a bull. Yeah, but when you no. say cow, it's usually female. A, bu- really? a male is a bull. I think there are male cows. It's called a bull. No, it's not. The, f- the male version of a cow is a bull? No, it's yes. not. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I cows mean, are male. Adult, there's a male cow adult, and a female cow. Okay. Can we Google when, this? When, uh, Don't tweet us. And it, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll read it to you right now. An adult male is known as a bull. Many male cattle are castrated to reduce their aggressive tendencies. Um, uh, are, are any cows male? Male cow may refer to a bull, but so cows can be either, but a bull That's is a I male. Thought. Right, but it's a, but it's a bull. Okay, so but, they, but, they what I'm saying is they they brought a female cow along, but then it's definitely not a bull. Oh, they no, brought a female, they brought cow. A female cow to lure the bull. Oh, oh, that's oh, what oh. I'm saying. Like, like, like they were like there was a cow, a female cow in heat, as opposed oh. to a male cow. Oh, a right, female okay, okay. cow female in cow heat. heat. Yeah. Right, and it was hanging out, and they were just trying to lure the fucking bull out. Now, apparently, that was the last we heard of this, and then we found out the bull never came out. And it's gone again. It's on the loose. It's so over a week. We don't know how this happened. So anyway, so we're keeping an eye on. We're keeping an eye I don't on. Know how you, now, where is the bull? <laughs> we're Did keeping, a, bulls, into a, we're keeping a bullseye on this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> maybe some restaurant is serving it. Yeah. But maybe anyway. Maybe that's the bull that the guy, the sports guys are going to buy. Could be. Maybe I, the, I don't. I don't whatever it is, it's just fascinating that they can't capture this bull. They said that when they do capture it, it's going to go to a... Um, a sanctuary, so it will uh, it will live in peace. It will not get slaughtered. So the bull doesn't know that. that though. They say that. Well, like when when your parents give away your dog, and they say they're going to send it to a farm. Yeah, uh, that's they're, they're putting it down. Yeah. So I don't. So know is that a lot of bullshit? That is bullshit. That's correct. <laughs> Thank you. All right, we do have some sound. Let's go. And get we have it. some email, and I want to tell you what happened to me at Fridays. Yeah. All right, give me the, give me the clips. I have four clips. So I, think, I got right? uh, the DMV. Okay, so before I play these clips, I just want to read Adam Michael Zito on Twitter. Uh, Damn it, Brody and the Brooklyn Boys. By the way, a lot of people this week have tweeted me and the Brooklyn Boys and, again, have left scary after the tweets. 
It's important. I want him to see the funny too. Uh, damn it, uh, David Brody and the Brooklyn Boys, you ruined this commercial for me. Uh, it's the uh, Field of Dreams commercial with Verse in it, the Major League Baseball commercial yeah. with Verse. So uh, someone did uh, see the commercial and they were bothered by it. Okay, so uh, two weeks ago, three episodes ago, I think, you talked about Scary being on a plane. Just remind everybody about the, the, the double yeah. uh, messages you got. Yeah, basically, they they said the message on the plane in English, and then all of a sudden, they do a Spanish version of it. Right. And it was a half the, not even half the length. It was like a third of the length. I'm like, wait a second. There's no way that they could have given that entire full message I heard in English that was two and a half minutes long in Spanish that was 30 seconds long. Bullshit. Okay. There's no way. They're, they're missing out on some of the message. So I went to the DMV, and I'm going to tell you the DMV story, I think maybe next episode, because the Friday story has has pushed its way in. But while I was at the DMV, I thought of that conversation, and uh, they they on a loop, a nonstop loop, where if you work there, you want to put you want to kill yourself. Uh, not that you didn't want to anyway work at a DMV, but it's t- the same message over and over again. And I noticed that the English version, because I speak English, right, is very, like, boring. But the Spanish version sounds very fancy. Yes. Right? And so I, I, I kept hearing them saying the fancy. And I had to like then Google it uh, using a Google translator to see which words were the fancy words. So play the message. Listen to how boring the English one was. Now you're in a DMV. The walls are gray. Everybody's in a bad mood. And then the, the English version comes on. You're like, what? Then the Spanish version is like, well, ha, very romantic. Listen to it. Hit play the clip. D zero nine three at counter number seven. D zero nueve tres en el mostrador número siete. Sounds sexy. And el mostrador, right? So Sounds the guy's sexy. Like, Play it again. Listen, so the guy's giving a number and telling you what counter to go up to. D zero nine three at counter number seven. D zero nueve tres en el mostrador número siete. Yeah, she said she sexed it up at the end. I heard yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. She's like cero. I'm like if I if I spoke Spanish fluently, I would feel better about going to the DMV. Yeah. So that word el mostrador. What do you think it means? I tell you what it means. What do you think it means? I don't know. What do you think it means? Give me like it sounds a sexy, mostreador. right? Oh, get into bed. I'm going to lick your mostrador. Report to a certain counter. It means counter. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's it. That's I got it. all excited. I'm like, what does that word mean? I get so it's so she's saying it's so hot. Yeah. He's like, El mostreador. Now I have his arm here. Oh, okay. So I'm watching a baseball program. And sometimes they'll say a pitcher throws effortlessly where the ball just seems to easily come out of his hand, right? It just, the way his motion, his throwing motion, the ball just, it like just shoots out of his hand, yeah. right? What is this guy saying? And I just think that for a guy with electric stuff, it's really hard to learn that because on any given day, I mean, his arm always looks like it's coming out of his hand so easy. Oops. Yeah. His arm his is arm. coming out of his hand. Ah, yeah. He fumbled his words. How, but how do you how do you hit that? His pitch? arm. Some <laughs> <laughs> Jedi uh, mind I, trick. Subway. Yeah. Okay. Here's an example of a commercial that in tr- now look, Subway's having some problems lately. They're being sued for not having tuna in their tuna. There's what was it? There was no chicken in their chicken. Uh, 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 was a Swedish lab said that that there's not enough bread in the bread Terrible. because the sugar count is too high in the bread. That it's not really bread; it's a pastry. 
So uh, you want to you want a commercial that promotes your product, correct? Right. Now, what is a Subway sandwich? It's like eighty percent sandwich, right? It's all bread. Yes. Right. It's not a lot. Of, look, a Subway's good if you're in a mood for it. I'm not bashing on Subway, but they could use a good commercial. So there's a new commercial with um, uh, Stephen Curry, right? Stephon Curry. Stephon rather. Curry. Stephon Curry. Steph Curry. Steph Curry. Uh, oh God, I forget her name. Um, she's a, a woman's uh, one of the. Oh God, um, I'm gonna tell you what what her name is. She's uh, one of the uh, women's soccer stars, right? She's the one with the crazy hair. Uh, I should have had her name. I want to get her name right for this. I'm looking it up right now. Oh, Megan Rapino, right? Megan Rapino's in the commercial, okay? And they're talking about the menu and the great items, and it's a it's a cool commercial. Then Tom Brady comes on to the commercial. He jumps in at the end. Now, Tom Brady, if you've ever, if you know anything about him, I believe he's a vegetarian, but he also eats incredibly healthy. He's on a crazy health diet, and he he credits it as to how he lives and plays football and wins the Super Bowl in his forties. Right? He's on a a crazy eating schedule. So play the clip, and you tell me where this commercial goes wrong. This new turkey Cali Fresh is incredible. Do you even eat bread? Steph, it's a commercial. Okay. Wait, so wait, me here. This new turkey Cali Fresh is incredible. Do you even eat bread? Steph, it's a commercial. Okay. Do you even eat bread? Yeah. Tom Brady's a vegan. Right. Okay? So first of all, there are there are sandwiches he could have been holding. He says this chicken sandwich is incredible. So first of all, he doesn't eat chicken. He's vegan, okay? Second of all, Steph Curry says, do you even eat bread? And Brady goes, dude, it's a commercial. So what you're saying is you it's don't okay, eat it's the okay, thing. It's okay to lie. <laughs> you're right. Not only that, but <laughs> Stephen, Stephon, Stephon, Steph Curry points out the fact that he's healthy and doesn't eat bread and then admits he's lying. Hey, man, it's a commercial. So the writer of the commercial was like, that'll be funny. We'll be like, it's a commercial. Right? Can you imagine us doing a commercial and going, but Brody, you don't like pizza. Dude, I'm, I'm, it's a commercial for Slice. Shut up. Like, come this on. This turkey Cali Fresh is incredible. Even eat bread? Steph, it's a commercial. Wow. How bad is that? Wow. He doesn't eat chicken. Why is he in a Subway commercial? Right. He's the healthiest guy on the planet. No, it's like it's like Derek Jeter when he used to do commercials for um for Ford. He'd be in a Ford Edge. Hey, Derek Jeter, you've got an edge. He's like, Derek Jeter doesn't drive a he Ford Edge. He does not drive a Ford Edge. Tiger Woods doesn't drive a Buick LeSabre. Like, at least make it believable. Like, <laughs> Tiger, I'm sorry. I know you're, you're they're well, that's you what a they're, Buick. Well, that's what they're... But th- this commercial is the opposite of what those guys did. Right, but if, if you this, is, this Tiger, is the admission, Tiger, you don't drive a this Buick? Is, well, this is Brady. This is Tom Brady being honest and the audience knowing that he's a vegan. So, you know, it's like it's almost like, you know, you mentioned you mentioned Tiger Woods and a Buick Saber. Right, but you're and pointing Jeter. out that bread is Again, bad. You're pointing the, out that bread's bad. Right, they but don't sell so then it's, bread. you can't have it both ways then. What do you want right. to do? Do you want to go the route of let's lie to the audience completely and say, mm, this is good, when the audience is going to call bullshit and saying that you're a vegan? He, the same way done. that you're calling out Tiger Woods right. driving a Buick Saber. But he shouldn't be doing it. Here's what he should have done. He shouldn't Tom have done Brady the commercial. Should have faded back. Right. Tom Brady should have faded back to pass and threw a perfect spiral of the chicken sandwich to Steph, 
who grabs the thing and goes, chicken sandwich, nice, right? Like, do something sportsy where Brady's in the – and you're like, of course Brady threw it away. He wouldn't eat it. But it looks like a football pass, but he's throwing it away. Because in real life, well, they need you. They need you on their creative team, Brody. <laughs> no, they need Michael Shoemaker, who I got to meet, by the way. Oh, I embarrassed myself. Uh, you got anything else before I tell you about Friday? Yeah, this is... Uh no, this is you all got, for next. Cause I got to run very soon because we're um, hosting that that charity event tonight. It's a run walk. Oh, yeah, that's oh, happening very soon. Party with purpose. Um, it's going to be too late by the time uh, you hear this podcast. But oh, it's a good charity. I don't mind you plugging it. But and you no, can still go to party. You can still go to the website. Oh and yeah, money. make a donation. Partywithpurpose.org, and you'll see what we did tonight. Anyway, well, you know what? Now that you pull out the charity card, let, I'm going to give you the shorter story. Can I? Can I just? I'm going to give you what happened at the uh, with my computer. Can I do that? Yeah, because you delayed this podcast. We were supposed to be recording uh, three hours before, and I'm like, "Where's Brody? Where's well, here's Brody?" Why, here's why I was late for the podcast. So uh, about. A year and a month and a half ago, I bought a laptop computer for my mom because uh, she was going to be in a rehab facility for a few days. And I was like, you know what? Your iPad's not good enough. I want to be able to Zoom with you because I couldn't visit her because of the uh, pandemic. I'm going to get you a laptop. So I got her a 14-inch uh, HP laptop. Not a, not expensive, but nice. Nice picture, nice clarity. And she used it once, I think. Right? We Zoomed once. And then she's like, yeah, I don't really have a need for it at home. I use my iPad. Never used it again. So recently, she's like, you know what? I have this thing. You should just take it. I'm not going to use it. I appreciate the gift, but you, you take it. I'm not going to use it. So I took the computer back, and, I, and uh, I didn't use it for a couple of months. And about two weeks ago, because when I'm out in my pool, Scary, I like to set up my iPad, and I watch the Mets game while I'm in my pool. Right? Okay. And I kept thinking to myself, I want a bigger screen. My iPad is like 10 inches, 10 and a half inches. I, I'd like some bigger screen. Then it dawned on me, I've got this laptop with a 14-inch screen. So I've been bringing the laptop for a, a few days out to the pool, prop it up on a chair so it doesn't get wet, and I watched the Met game on a bigger screen. It looks great. Well, because the computer has been dormant for a year, every couple of days it's doing Windows updates, right? Windows updates, updating Windows 10. Windows update, Windows update. And it says, like, don't turn it off, doing an update. So, uh, uh, what's today? Tuesday? Yeah. So Sunday, after my my my, my daily double of hot tub pool, uh, I, I leave it plugged in, and yesterday, Monday, I go out to the pool with my laptop, and I go to turn it on, because I left it on, plugged in for the updates. I open it up, and it's black blank screen. So I, I, I'm like, oh, you know what? It must have just locked up in an update. I turn it off. I turn it back on. I hear the fan go on. Nothing. The screen is blank. Black screen, nothing. I don't hear anything. I'm like, oh, shit, this is terrible. So I go online, and it's, it gives you five things to do. It says uh, take the battery out and hold the power button down. Let it reset. Put the battery back in, and you're good. That didn't work. Take the memory card out. Put the memory card back in. That didn't work. Hold down this combination of keys. That didn't work. I did everything I was supposed to. Nothing on the screen. It's dead. Dead, 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 dead. So I call HP today. And uh, they tell me, oh, you're not under warranty. You bought it in April. I say, no, but I didn't give it to my mother until August. And she used it once. And I just started using it again. It's brand new. I haven't even downloaded a file. Yeah, you bought it in April. Sorry, more than a year, whatever it is. You're not under warranty. I said, well, if I go to the warranty people, do I have to pay for the warranty? 
Yes, you have to pay for warranty tech support. Wow. How much is it? $49.99. What if they can't fix it? Well, I think you can work it out with them. They probably won't charge you. Probably won't charge me. Hmm. So so uh, I, I transfer over. I get another person from who knows where in the world. And they say, uh, yeah, we can, we can fix it for you over the phone. I say, okay, but what if it's a hardware problem? You can't fix hardware over the phone. Oh, well, most of the time it's uh, software. So I tell them everything I did, and they go, could be hardware. But uh, we have to get your credit card. We have to charge you $49.99. Oh, wow. So I said, aggressive. I said, well, I said, before we can go any further, we can't give an opinion. They go, we can't, we can't say what we think it is. They won't say a word. Wow. So I said, but it's brand new. Nope, can't do it. I said, well, what happens if uh, you can't fix it? Do I get my $49.99 back? No, that's the evaluation fee. What? <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not paying that. So I go, I'll call you back. So I call the Geek Squad at Best Buy. Now, the Geek Squad, no one's answering the phone at Best Buy. You can't talk to them. You get corporate. Corporate then tells you, uh, we don't know the policy. Depends on what's wrong with it. Could be hardware, could be so. We can't tell you the price. But you can call back the store and enter this code. There's a if you want to get the Geek Squad, it's a whole procedure. You gotta get a push pound, and then you gotta push. When they say what's the extension, you put in two one one one. Get the Geek Squad. So I get the Geek Squad. Now keep in mind, Scary, I paid two hundred and thirty five dollars for this laptop. Two forty maybe, not a lot. Right. The Geek Squad guy tells me, "Yeah, you bring it in because uh, I, I will give you an appointment. Whatever, blah blah blah." I said, "How much is it to look at it? A hundred dollars." $100. Oh my God. Now you know the price doubled. So I said, well, what, well, if, okay, but, but if, if I have to get it repaired, you put that hundred towards the repair, right? No, no, nope. Everyone does that. Nope. We don't put it towards the repair. Well, how much is the repair? Well, uh, it's, it's $80 for labor plus the parts. So I said, but so now I'm at $180 plus parts. If it's hardware and you've only paid, you paid two thirty five for the damn thing. At Best Buy. I, go, I bought it from you guys. Yep, that's our policy. So Geek Squad, I said, nope, sorry. Let me call back HP and ask them if the $50 goes towards the repair and how much is it to fix the computer? Because she mentioned to me, we have an HP drop-off. We can fix the computer for you. We have the parts. It's our computer. We guarantee we'll be able to fix it. Okay, great. So I call HP back. I go through the whole process again. Push one, push three, push two, whatever. I get the warranty department. She's... You're not under warranty. Yep. No, I know that. I know. $49.99. Don't remind me. I got it. Just want to let you know this. Uh, yep. No, I got it. So I said, if I if we can't fix it and it's not a software issue, like maybe the display burnt out. Maybe it was in the sun too long. I don't know. Scary, she says to me, there's a flat rate. Whatever's wrong with it, for the flat rate, we fix it. Oh, Fantastic. Okay, how much is that? No, Scary, you tell me. How much does HP charge as a flat rate to fix my laptop? $250. Depending on the model, Scary, <laughs> $500 or $600 <laughs> to fix a $235 laptop. Yeah, yeah. What I knew you were going to be. What scam yeah. is HP pulling me here? Yeah. That's on top of the $49.99. I, I knew you were going to be underwater. It, it, you know, listen, six hundred and fifty dollars. So what do you for a two hundred and thirty-five dollars? So here's worth. where it gets better. So I go on my Facebook page for my town, and I say, "Can somebody recommend a local computer guy that will do a free estimate on the repair?" So a bunch of people write back to me, and I'm not going to use his real name, and they say, "You got to call Tommy." 
So I look on previous people asking for computer recommendations, and they all say, you got to call Tommy. So I call Tommy, and Tommy is, now keep in mind, my computer goes on, the fan goes on, the screen's not working. And by the way, I left one thing out. I did hook an HDMI cable up and tried to hook it up to the TV, and that didn't work either. Nothing came out. So something is not, the video card may be bad, whatever. So uh, I reach out to Tommy, and Tommy says, yep, uh, I don't charge for estimates. Tell me what's wrong. You could bring the computer by. So he talks me through what to do, and he says, you know, the video card is either one of two plugs in the top left corner, right? I had the cover off already. He says, one's a big one, one's a medium one, and one's a little one. One you pull out, and one you lift up. He says, pull the one out that you have to pull out and lift up the other one. Let him sit for 30 seconds and put him back in. Okay, thanks, Tommy, no problem. I pop it out, I put it back in, I put the thing, I flip, put the little flip down, I'm done, I feel, I feel like I accomplished something. He goes, put the battery back in, I put the battery back in, I screw it down, I feel like I'm a technician. Now, guess what? He goes, plug it in, let's see if it works. I plug it in, and now the thing has no power. It won't even turn on. Oh, shit. You're in a worse spot than you were before. I thought you so, had to call Tommy. Everybody, No, no. Free Tommy fucked me because now my computer <laughs> won't go on because Tommy said, pull the plug, lift the flap, put him back. That's all I did, and now it doesn't work. And now, my, you know what he says? What? You know what you can do? You can sell it for parts if you want. People need parts. <laughs> Fuck it. I've got shit now. I got to sell the battery and the screen and the, it's all fuck. I got nothing. Fucking Tommy. Tommy's fault. Tommy, just pull the plug and put it back. Oh, he goes, you may have, you may have hit the motherboard. Did you tell me I might, did you warn me about the motherboard? No, he said, shimmy the plug out and put it back in. These are the same pe- these are the same people, by the way, that recommended uh, that testicle pizza in your town. Yeah, hey, you gotta call Tommy. You yes. gotta try this pizza. I called the <laughs> testicle pizza of computer guys. You did. <laughs> so now Tommy says, "Listen, come over to my house later," because he lives in town. He goes, "Really? Look, Is he gonna he, offer you a warm bath?" And a, no, 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 <laughs> a no. Reach no, around. No. I, I already <laughs> checked him out. He's a legit computer specialist. He works at an IT desk. Right. He's a good guy. Okay. So I'm gonna bring the thing over there and hope he can fix. So I said. He goes, I'll take a look at it. I go, do you have testing equipment? Like to see what where the where the, uh, the electricity? Like- he says, no. What? Is this Tommy the pinball wizard? Yeah. <laughs> Deaf, dumb, and blind kid? <laughs> yes. Short place. To be- <laughs> so my options are spend $600 to fix my $235 laptop. Ugh. Spend $180 plus parts at, at Best Buy where I bought the thing. Buy a new one. Or go to Tommy and see if he can at least get it to power back Sounds on. Sounds like a t- to be continued. Yeah. So I'll let you guys know next week uh, <laughs> what you what option. Out. What option I chose. This is like playing Dragon's Lair and you're trying to <laughs> go down the right road and you just fucking fall off, oh, fall into I, the fucking by ravine. By the way, Dragon's Lair is an old school reference. I own Dragon's Lair. Ah, I can the imagine. The first major laser disc right. game. I got to go it. host this event. You're, All right. <laughs> don't do charity work. Dude. In the meantime. Dude, why don't you just buy an apple, please? No, I'm not going to buy an apple, but I'm going to buy some pizza. Yeah. I'm going to use the Slice app again tonight because I'm Brooklyn, hungry. I know I put hungry over Brooklyn, but so what? Hey, 
girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 